0: Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
0: Lucy Hickmott. It's Thursday the 9th of May. Coming up, Jeremy Corbyn launches European election manifesto in Medway.
2: Labour is the only party with a plan to unite our country and make it work for the many not the few.
0: Woman rescued by police after getting stuck in a lift for two days. And we find out how a move to America affected the career of a former Dartford captain.
1: It was the time that David Beckham joined LA Galaxy. It was then I think that the game really kind of exploded in the US. Kent Online News.
0: Jeremy Corbyn has launched Labour's European elections manifesto in Kent. The party's leader gave a speech earlier at the university's at Medway Chatham campus, saying a vote for Labour is a vote to bring our divided country back together.
2: Labour is the only party with a plan to unite our country and make it work for the many, not the few. We will end austerity, invest in our economy and our communities, and raise wages and living standards. Labour's alternative plan for Brexit, which protects jobs, living standards, and communities, would end the chaos caused by the Conservatives. And let us focus on the other big issues facing our country. It is a real and credible plan that would allow the next Labour government to rebuild our manufacturing industries and restore pride and prosperity to parts of our country that have been neglected for far too long. That neglect was, I believe, a major reason behind the vote for Brexit in the first place. Three years of botched negotiations between the government and the European Union have left everyone frustrated. Over 17 million people voted to leave the European Union. As democratic socialists, we cannot ignore that. We voted to trigger Article 50 in 2017 and promised to respect the referendum in our general election manifesto and again at our party conference in Liverpool last year. But we cannot respect the government's shambolic handling of Brexit that has caused huge uncertainty for people, businesses and jobs.
0: He went on to give an update on discussions between Labour and the government over the last few days about a Brexit agreement.
2: Labour agreed to talks because we believed it was the right thing to do, to see if we could get a better deal in line with our plan. The needs of businesses and trade unions a deal that would see us leave the EU but keep a close relationship with our major trading partners. So far, in those talks, there's been no big offer. And the red lines remain in place. It's actually quite difficult negotiating with a disintegrating government, with cabinet ministers jockeying for succession rather than working for an agreement. It is in the country's interest, to try to get this sorted one way or the other. But we can never accept the government's bad deal or a disastrous no deal. So if we can't get a sensible deal along the lines of our alternative plan or a general election, Labour backs the option of a public vote on it. I am, I am very worried about how divided our society has become. Every week, I go to a different part of the country, campaigning, meeting people, and spending a lot of time listening to people in all kinds of different places, factories, schools, colleges on the street, care homes, hospitals, all kinds of places. And over the last year... I've seen the divisions grow around Brexit. In communities, in families, there are real tensions. Real tensions. So how do we go forward? We could all retreat to our respective side of the argument and let the bitterness drive us further apart. We could allow ourselves to be defined only as remainers or leavers. Labels that meant nothing to us only a few years ago. But where would that take us? Who wants to live in a country stuck in this endless loop? What's needed is a bit of understanding. Understanding of why so many people felt so frustrated with the system they voted to leave. And understanding why so many others believe that staying in the EU is the only way to protect our valuable, open and diverse society.
0: Jeremy Corbyn's also promising to hold those responsible for the funding crisis in schools and the NHS to account.
2: The injustices in our society are deepening. Those injustices aren't to do with backstops, implementation, implementation periods and all that rather strange and often obscure jargon. They are about whether your children will go to a school that can afford the basics or one where the head teacher sends begging letters to parents, whether your relatives will be treated quickly and safely on the National Health Service or wait in pain and distress for months, whether your parents will get a helping hand in old age or be left isolated and very afraid. And whether we as a country can end the burning injustices in our society. Theresa May once talked about them, but did nothing about them. Austerity, insecure work, low wages cause anger and disillusion. Some want to use that to stoke further division. But it wasn't the European Union that slashed public services to pay for tax cuts for the richest, it was a Tory government. It wasn't nurses and teachers who crashed our economy, it was bankers and hedge funds. And it wasn't immigrants who caused the biggest squeeze on wages since the Napoleonic Wars, it was bad employers. We need solutions, not scapegoats. Yes. When you blame your neighbour rather than the powerful for problems with the health system or for overcrowded classrooms or for lack of housing, you're letting those responsible off the hook. That's right. You haven't trained a doctor, you haven't trained a nurse, you haven't opened a new school, you haven't built a house, you haven't secured a penny of extra investment. All you've done is fuel an atmosphere of division and nastiness in our society. It is only by coming together and working together that we can improve people's lives. Labour will stand up for all workers, black and white... And we will guarantee the rights of EU citizens and students in this country and British people who want to work and study in the EU in the same way. We are internationalists to our very core. That's what our party was founded for more than 100 years ago. So when we see the emboldened far right strutting its stuff across Europe, and in this country, too, in the shape of UKIP and its hangers-on, our response is to strengthen our ties with working-class and progressive movements, both at home and abroad. (laughs) The The biggest issues facing us, like tax avoidance and the power of multinational corporations, are international issues that demand international solutions. And the biggest issue of all, and there is the biggest of all, the climate and environment emergency that threatens everyone's future cannot be averted by one country alone.
0: We've got a video of his full speech in our story online.
2: Kent Online reports.
0: Elsewhere today, a group of leading doctors in Medway is investigating if patients' medical records have been lost during a transfer of services. Ish has the details for us.
2: Well, a company called DMC Healthcare took over dermatology services in Medway at the start of last month. Since then, scores of patients have complained of being on hold for hours, as they try and get new prescriptions or arrange appointments. One woman has also revealed she's waited two and a half months for test results on suspect moles, only to be told her scans had been lost. The Medway Clinical Commissioning Group has admitted there was an issue with the transfer of records between the hospital and DMC. They've apologised and said they're working hard to rectify the problem.
0: A cleaner's been taken to hospital after she got trapped in a lift at a building in Thanet for two days. An investigation's underway after it happened while she was working at the Margate Adult Education Centre in Hawley Square over the weekend. The woman, who's in her 50s, was reported missing by her family on Friday afternoon but was only found by police on Sunday. CCTV footage has been released showing men in hoodies stealing hundreds of pounds worth of donations after breaking into a Kent wildlife park. They smashed a door and searched through tills at Wildwood Discovery Park near Canterbury in the early hours of Monday and took money from the baby dormice appeal. Police are linking it with 10 other burglaries across Thanet over the bank holiday weekend. You can see. See the video at Kent Online. A hand grenade found in the River Medway by a fisherman in Maidstone has been blown up by bomb disposal experts. He's thought to have taken it back to a house in Barming before realising what it was. Part of Upper Fant Road and Whitmore Street was sealed off by police yesterday afternoon and the explosion was heard throughout the village.
1: Kent Online Sport.
0: Football and a former Kent footballer has been telling us how moving to America had a big impact on his career. Elliot Bradbrook captained Dartford for the best part of 10 years and is now retired from the game. But before playing in the National League, the 34-year-old spent four years doing a football scholarship in the US. He's been telling the KM Football podcast exactly how he ended up there.
1: Primarily to study, and, and the football was something that you were just able to do alongside that? Yeah, that's how they structure things in, in the States. They've got... Um... They don't really have that kind of um, academy-type football. I think it's getting actually bigger now. I think they have more of it now than they probably ever had. But back then, your university, the university game, was your route into the professional game. Um, so I think anyone for what that watches sort of American football or anything like that, they have a draft, and that basically comes out of all the university teams. So you have, um, you, it's obviously a great, great. Um, set up because you get the opportunity to study for for a degree but you're basically playing full-time football as well you know we were in every day this the standard you know was was ridiculously high for me mm. um, I think that was by far and away the the highest standard of football that I'll, I'll ever play and I think that made me a better player purely because basically everyone was probably five or six steps ahead of me really um, and you know that made me focus and made me want to be a, a better player, and I had to be basically on it every day because, you know, these guys were were, were really good. Some of them. So um, yeah, I, I got it's, it's a, a great balance of being able to study for a degree and playing basically full time football for four years. And the guy who coached you over there, I spoke to him for a piece we did about a year ago, and he talked about you even at quite a, a young age. Then that, you know, being a leader in that group was that just something that came sort of from within you? That was your personality. Yeah, I think it's natural, really. For me, I think again those players, footballing wise, were streets ahead of me. And I think what they, what those coaches made me understand was that what I had maybe it wasn't up to that same level, you know, quality wise or technically. Um, but what I brought to the table was really valuable for a team, you know, because everyone needs that type of person in there. Maybe that sort of English mentality, if you like, where. You know, pretty football might be played around you, but you need someone to sort of, you know, drag everyone up. And if the chips are down, if you like, you need someone to kind of bring everyone together and start winning games. And I think those guys over there really appreciated that from me because maybe they didn't have a lot of characters that were that were similar to that. So I kind of, it was at that time I really sort of found myself. You know. Finding that sort of uh, sweet spot, if you like, in terms of what how I wanted to play football. Over a decade, I guess, since USA hosted the World Cup at that point as well. What what state was footballing in the in the country as a whole? Did you feel? Yeah, when I when I was there, it was it was the time that David Beckham joined LA Galaxy, if you know what I mean. So it was then I think that the game really kind of exploded in the US because obviously you know someone like David Beckham going over there and and. Being kind of like the poster boy for the league, if you like, you know, I think it really took off. Um, you don't see it as much because you're not there, but it is a really big sport. You know, it might not be up to the level of you know American football and baseball, but there are a lot of a lot of teams and a lot of players over there that play. But I think since then, it's kind of it's gone really gone on to the next level, isn't it? With lots of older older pros and the from the game going over and sort of settling down and playing over there.
0: And finally today a former Kent schoolboy is setting off on a childhood dream to fly around the world. Ross Edmondson who grew up in Sevenoaks is leaving from the USA and will travel around 40,000 miles before landing back in the States next April. The 35 year old is doing it to raise money for a friend's charity which helps fund schools in rural Kenya. That's it for now but for more news. News throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.